Hello everyone, welcome back to the Business Key Podcast with your hosts Ochako and Debbie. So today we are looking at a really hot topic, so it's been really, really hot in the media at the moment. It's looking at real estate investments and really looking at who you can trust and who you should do business with. So take it away Debbie. Okay, yes. Yeah, so it's been a very hot topic at the moment about DJ Envy, who is a radio host of the popular radio breakfast show, The Breakfast Club. He has been embroiled in a scandal. So essentially what happened was he linked up with a person called Caesar Pinner, who was known for having a number of real estate investments in the US. And they started working together and Caesar apparently helped DJ Envy with a lot of real estate knowledge and to develop a lot of real estate deals. And so in an effort to give back to the community, he decided to launch a series of seminars with Caesar, where they would go around the US and they would talk about helping people to start investing in real estate or purchasing their homes or acquiring loans, etc. So as a result of this venture, DJ Envy would often post Caesar on his social media. And also he had him on The Breakfast Club a number of times and they were you could argue inextricably linked at the time in a sense that they often talked about their business ventures together. He gave him a lot of social validation in terms of Caesar's expertise um, and perhaps you could also say his trustworthiness in terms of real estate investments. So the scandal is that very recently, the past uh, over the past few months, a number of people who had uh, invested with Caesar Pinner, only Caesar, not with DJ Envy as well, they have filed lawsuits against Caesar and they have alleged that he brought to them a real estate investment deal in which he promised large sums of returns for their capital contribution or their, their investment into the deal. And a lot of these people have created lawsuits because they allege that Caesar Pinner did not meet his obligations in terms of the returns that he promised. And also um, there has been allegations that Caesar is running a Ponzi scheme. Now where DJ Envy has been involved is that because they were often seen together, particularly on social media and on the Breakfast Club, they seem to have a lot of business dealings together. Some of the people in the lawsuits have alleged that they invest in the schemes because DJ Envy sort of introduced them to Caesar, I guess, via um, having him, you know, always being seen together. And also some of them have said that, you know, they thought he was involved in the deal with Caesar. And so therefore they are also suing him as well. So yeah, so just, so just to add some numbers to the story. So over 20 lawsuits have been filed against Caesar Pina. So the victims have alleged that over $40 million have been invested into his schemes and he hasn't paid them back for it. So what's been happening is that people have been making like really, really large investments. So some people 200000 some people a million dollars into investment schemes, allegedly. And what they were saying was that it came up on the news, but there was quite a few of them that were actually investing in the same house and he didn't even own the house, allegedly. So quite a few of them were investing in the same house and he would say in the contract, it would say that he would return the money. So one of the victims, for example, invested 200000 He remortgaged his house and took out 200000 and then put it into this inv- investment scheme to buy this house. So what the contract was, was that if they invested in the property, then they would get the money back with 30% profit in four months' time. So they thought it was a great deal. And based off, you know, the, maybe the clout of the guy and, you know, having been so successful, so they, you know, decided to go for it. But they didn't get their money back. So yeah, just wanted to put some numbers on there. Thanks for that. So what were your initial thoughts? Uh, initial thoughts were, well, I wanted to get to the, because I've heard DJ Envy talking about the like investment, like him doing quite really well with investments before. So I was quite surprised that he would be involved in something like that. Um, but we have to also say that he did come on. I think DJ Envy has, has come out and said that he wasn't involved in this investment scheme. And that was Caesar Pina acting on his own. So yeah, so it sounds like they've kind of 
included DJ Envy to kind of sensationalize the story. But it's, uh, yeah, it's really sad that, you know, some, somebody that was linked with him or someone that he did business with has kind of dragged his name through the mud, so to speak, uh, yeah, in this way. I agree, especially because DJ Envy had a name for himself from his career in terms of being a DJ, being a radio host and his other ventures. And he put this guy on because he thought that, you know, he's been successful working with him. Let me use this as an opportunity to help other people, particularly other, you know, black and um, Hispanic people, you know, in, in America who have historically not had as much success in terms of building real estate, building generational wealth. So he thought he was trying to do something positive whilst also elevating this guy in terms of his status. So he thought he was doing a good thing when actually it's actually, like he said, ended up with his name being drugged through the mud because the guy who he trusted as his partner was actually... Uh, outside of him because Caesar himself has come out and said that DJ Envy had absolutely no involvement in any of the deals, any of the paperwork, in any of the meetings. He had no involvement in these deals where people have um, come to file lawsuit. And that's the situation that breaks my heart the most is how in all these lawsuits, these 20 lawsuits, DJ Envy was never in the room with me. DJ Envy has nothing to do with any of these 20 lawsuits of these people that are suing me. But like you said, because DJV is the big name, it is, you know, smart almost, you could say, to include him in all the headlines because it does then, one, make it a headline because he's well known and it does sensationalise the story. But what it has done is cause... Um, reputational damage to DJ Envy because even if he's dismissed from the lawsuits for example unfortunately the smudge of being associated with a scam a scammer um, I don't think will go away very easily I think unfortunately that reputational damage is going to be quite far-reaching because people love those kinds of stories people love the demise of people and I think people are very much interested in stories regarding fraud and scamming it's very interesting and exciting people really love those those type of stories if you go on youtube and you look at some channels that report on these sorts of stories those those stories get a lot a lot of views because people are are shocked at the audacity of people to you know scam other people uh just say so dj envy did go on to tony uh, there's a guy called tony the closer who has been you know talking with victims and you know really was one of the first people to expose the story and you know pull it into the public domain so DJ Envy did come on to his platform and had this to say. But did I say, here, take this money and give it to this person or do this with this money? I never did. And nobody's ever come to me. And anybody who's ever came, if you ever came to my seminar, I tell everybody, everybody on this stage, whether it's credit repair or it's a conventional lender, do your homework because I don't trust anybody. And I said that. And I said, the reason I don't trust anybody is because like anything in this world, somebody will treat me different because I'm a quote-unquote celebrity then they'll treat somebody else and if you've been to my seminars I say that a million times with people the speakers get offended sometimes but the reason I do that is because I don't trust people I don't trust anybody I don't that's just me even with real estate I'm not a person that just buys because I never seen I need to touch the house I need to feel it I need to walk through it I need to know things on my own so some people have said that in the lawsuits, the only reason why they invested is because of Caesar's association with DJ Envy. What do you think about that? Do you think there should be some culpability for DJ Envy for the fact that he was the one that people have said was the reason why they invested into Caesar because he, you know, essentially validated Caesar? What's your thoughts on that? And do you think that that's valid? I think that looking at the, so looking at the story, it does look like DJ Envy is the big name, the big star and has the following... You know, when I've seen like a lot of the promotional 
videos uh, for like the seminars. It was really DJ Envy doing all the talking. And then this Cesar, Cesar Pino was just in the background. Flipping NJ, flipping NJ. He was just in the background. Didn't really say much. It was more DJ Envy was really the the talker. He was the the talker of the uh, the seminar thing. But for this one, this one was a separate deal where Cesar Pino was leading on this one. I think I feel for the victims because I can understand that they probably would never have known who this guy was if not for DJ Envy. I think that part is probably true. I can imagine. So, you know, and as, you know, you usually think, you know, for, you know, birds of a feather flock together. So if DJ Envy has done well in real estate and he got his knowledge from Cesar Pina, so you would assume that Cesar Pina must be a, you know, a top guy in that way if he's the one that put, you know, DJ Envy on and DJ Envy has done well. So he's like the source of the source of the knowledge, so to speak. So I can understand why they, you know, would trust him. I think he's, you know, Cesar Pina has been very clever in terms of, you know, leveraging his relationship with DJ Envy to, you know, um, lift up his own profile and be able to gather a following there. So it looks like it's been very clever. So yeah, I think, but is he responsible? I think it's difficult in terms of the responsibility. I think he effectively by associating with him was effectively saying that, okay, this guy is someone that is, uh, is maybe someone that you can trust. DJ Envy, to be fair, has come on to say that before anybody does any investments with anybody, because you know, during the seminar show, he did, he did came on and before he introduced the speakers, he did say that before anybody does investments with any of these people, that people ought to do their own research first. Because, you know, he always believes that you shouldn't take everything as face value. You should question things. So Right. And do your due diligence. Do your due diligence. Yeah. Yeah. So he, to be fair, he did give, he would have given that warning at the time. So I, I don't think so. I think this one is people have acted on their own accord. To when it's looking at it though, it's very, very, you know, I think just from a, just standing back looking at it, I think just the general rule of if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I think that that's always, you know, if you, if you go with that one, you always, you know, you always go well. I think this one sounded too good to be true. I think to talk about investing in a property and then getting 30% returns guaranteed in three to four months time is in the too good to be true area. You know, you need to, you know, find somebody you need to be able to close in terms of the contracts and so on so it's definitely in the too good to be true area i would say so it's definitely something that they ought to have done you know due diligence on before they started handing over the money so in my opinion no i don't think he would deserve responsibility for it clearly his association definitely contributed you could say to people you know knowing about caesar pino in the first place so i could understand their unhappiness what do you think yeah no i i agree and i think that if DJ Envy can prove that he had no involvement in this separate business, which was separate to the seminar business. I think that could also add to his case as well. But I think that's definitely a key factor to note, um, which is, you know, definitely if an investment opportunity looks too good to be true, then it might just well be. I think also another key factor with regards to investments. So one thing I would take away from this story is only invest what you're willing to lose. An investment is not a guarantee source of income. It's not a promise of a return. There's a risk that's involved. That's why it's called an investment. You place some money down and you hope that your investment does well and that as a result, you will get more money back. But there's no guarantee. I think there is a slight difference if you are being defrauded. And I think it's important to note also that um, Caesar Pinner is alleged to have run a Ponzi scheme, which is illegal. And if that is the case, then that means that there would have been no way that 
the investors would have gotten either their initial capital or the returns that were promised back. But I think in general, generally speaking, I think only invest what you're willing to lose. Yeah, well, the alleged story that they were saying, yeah, you're absolutely right in terms of that. Well, the alleged story they're saying is that several of them were investing in the same properties and that Cesar Pino didn't even own some of the properties. So yeah, that's, that sounds more into the Ponzi scheme area, um, if that is true. I mean, it's been investigated by the authorities, so we'll see what they make of it. Just to note that Cesar Pina has been arrested by the police. He has been released on bail. I think it was a $1 million bond. So he's got like a tag on at the moment. So he's not allowed to leave the country, etc. And he's got like a electronic tag on at the moment. So he's back at home pending, you know, further inquiries and so on. Um, DJ Envy hasn't been arrested. And I, I don't believe he's been investigated at the moment. I believe he is suing... Tony the closer for defamation. Well, his legal counsel told him to keep quiet for the moment, although he has spoken out to say this. So Caesar and myself did seminars. Now, the reason I did these seminars is because I wanted to uplift my community. I wanted to teach my community about real estate, things that I didn't know when I was first buying my first home. I wanted to teach our community about investing in generational wealth. So I did these seminars and brought industry professionals to all these seminars, whether it was real estate agents from different markets, contractors, uh, conventional lenders, hard money lenders. I even brought auction.com to actually show people how to purchase houses online. That's what I wanted to do for my people. Now, Caesar, if he took money, I wasn't privy to it, nor did I even know. But I do understand how people feel if they did give him money because I gave him a lot of money. Jesus. That I didn't see. So yeah, so he's spoken out to say that he is innocent and he will talk when the time is right. So effectively, so yeah. So what what I would say is that I think we alluded to this at the beginning of the podcast, which is just that you know just be very careful in terms of who you do business with, and um, I would say do your due diligence on who you're working with. So this is not who you're investing with, but just who you're working with. But also, I think a lesson that could be learned maybe for DJ Envy or for other celebrities or other notable people who might decide to partner up with someone. I think one key takeaway I would say from this would be to be very clear in terms of what you are and aren't involved with. So if you partner up with a company or with somebody to do a venture, be very clear that that is the venture that you've partnered up with them to do, that and that alone, nothing else. Or just to be clear on what you are and aren't involved with, so that if they do decide to do any side deals, you have no involvement in any other business in regards to that person or that company. I think that's just a way to sort of insulate yourself other point, actually, I would say just to go back was that some people think that if it's if it's proven that DJ Envy found out that it was a some kind of scheme or some kind of Ponzi scheme or some kind of, you know, something wasn't quite right. Did he owe responsibility to the people to say you shouldn't do any investments with this person anymore? Well, you could argue that how would he know who is potentially about to do an investment with somebody? No, 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 because he said that he himself is owed money. So he was owed like 500000 for investing in a school. So, and then he was saying that people are saying that you owe them money. So, if, you know, you should pay them back. If you owe them money, you should pay them back. So it seems as if he, he caught wind at some point that he's, you know, not really. But I, don't, but I, I think those are two different things. Mm. So if, he's, if he invested in a school, he might have felt that eventually would return a valid result. So he might have thought maybe there's just some delays um, after COVID, a lot of cost of materials, for example, increased. So he could have thought that it's still a valid investment, but it's just taking longer than usual. He might not have thoughts that he was being scammed at that particular point. Mm, well, but, I'm saying if he did though. So in terms of if he knew that uh, Caesar was a fraudster, mm. uh, should he have done a warning? 
Yes, I do think so. Yeah, if you know, if you, but how do you know for certain that somebody is a fraudster if it if it's um, if it's not been proven? How do you know? But I think I'm if, not sure. I'm I'm just saying if he did, like if 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 yeah, at some think, point think if, if you, he did if, know, yeah, I think if, yeah, you, if you do then, know, then yeah, you did tell he ought people to then say actually, guys, mm, this guy, yeah, then then say he's yeah. a fraudster. Don't invest in him. But I don't know how you would know for certain that somebody's a fraudster. It could have just been especially if you have worked with him before he's worked with him before and has mm-hmm. had good investments True. so he could have just felt that well sort of like what the principles we defined earlier which is that an investment is not a guarantee some will go well some won't so he can say well i've had investments with him that went well and this one didn't go well it's only now that everything has come out that he could be doing a ponzi scheme that you can say well maybe he was also a victim of that ponzi scheme i think that's what he's saying in terms of this school, as opposed to he's always been a fraudster. Every investment he's done has been bad. I don't think that's the case. He has had success with him, which is why he could stand beside him. But yes, maybe things started to crumble for Caesar. So maybe he was robbing Peter to pay Paul. And therefore this school might have been a part of that. But he may not have necessarily known that there was 20 other people that were also in that same position. In fact, I think the lawsuits were filed after Tony the Closer started doing a series of videos on the matter. I think that's when people realised that, oh, hold on, there could be a Ponzi scheme here. So I think it's difficult then to say, oh, well, DJ Envy should have said something if the people that were actually invested didn't know themselves until the documentary came out. I think it's quite strange to then sort of say that he should have, have known because like I, that's why I was saying in terms of delene- delineating clearly your involvement with somebody and an institution because you don't know what they're doing on the side. And I don't think you necessarily owe a responsibility to people for side or their own investments with somebody that has nothing to do with you you know because we sort of talked about that at the start does he bear responsibility i don't know how you can say that unless he was in part of those deals then yes i would say he does have a responsibility but otherwise you know does that mean if you work with someone every other deal they do for the rest of their life you're you're part of your yeah but 10 years ago he yeah. Did a deal with <laughs> yeah exactly exactly at some point you kind of have to draw the line so it's 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 a, it's a very interesting topic. It raises a lot of good questions, a lot of uh, things to think about for people who are looking to invest as well. And also, you know, a very good uh, tabloid story as well that people are very interested in. Yeah, absolutely. And just to touch on a point that you raised earlier in terms of people investing in life savings. Yeah, I was quite amazed. Some people invested a million pounds into it. Some people invest in literally their entire life savings into into the investments with Caesar Pina. And I think it's just this warning yet again, just to say, look, if you're making an investment, doesn't matter how good it seems, it's good advice to only invest what you're willing to lose. So this kind of business of investing life savings, investing entire pensions, it's, it's, not, it's not responsible investing. So it's certainly uh, something that, you know, one should take heed to. This has happened a lot of times where people are doing this. I think they're thinking, well, you know, if you bet big you win big kind of thing yeah that's true but at the same time you could lose big too you know so it's just responsible investing because you could win and you can also lose so responsible investing is key so yeah just wanted to rehash on that one yeah and i think on your youtube channel Roger, i think you've touched on investing haven't you i have done yes i have done yes so we'll link to Ochoco's video in our show notes and also let us know if you want us to do any more um, discussions in terms of investing and things of that nature we won't be giving a financial advice but we're happy to have a discussion in if you're interested thank you guys so please make sure you subscribe to our podcast make sure you like comment and rate us give us five stars and if you have any comments anything you want us to discuss 
please feel free to uh, message us on instagram at the business key pod we'll speak to you next week wednesday bye bye